You're listening to Work It Mommy, where the goal is for all women to be the best versions of themselves. And if you happen to be a mom, be the best mom ever and maintain your sanity while you do it. So today, let's talk health, let's talk food, let's talk superfood. So we have heard that term a lot, right? Superfoods. And, you know, I feel like it's a term that it's good to understand if we don't understand it. And it can also lead us down the path of healthier eating. And that's something that I feel passionately about here on the podcast is healthy eating, healthy lifestyle. Although remember your girl is not perfect, (laughs) but that is the goal. (laughs) The goal is to try to eat as best as we can. And so today on the topic of superfoods and understanding what that term actually means, I have in today, Christina Bosch, and she is a nutritionalist who helps people understand what superfoods are and how to eat healthier. Okay, Christina, how are you today? Hi, I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, of course, of course. Thank you so much for being here. You know, I've seen your stuff. You know, you have really, I like the way you present healthy eating. I've, you know, been following you on social media. But the first question I have for you today is what are superfoods? I know, like you said earlier, it's so common, right? We hear that word superfoods. Mm-hmm. Well, and in, in just in short, it's the total opposite of what processed foods are nowadays. For a long time, people have been used to that quick, easy processed food, right? And so that really just lacks the nutrition our body really needs to thrive. So the food industry basically has labeled the term superfood to the nutrient-rich foods that actually do have the capacity to have that positive impact in our health. You know, so superfoods aren't really super, they are just real food, real mm-hmm. food that, that have that essential nutrition we need, like the vitamins, the antioxidants, the minerals, and so many other benefits. So when you compare these superfoods to processed foods, they are on a higher level for sure. So I'm just simply a big fan of whole food, real food. That's what it is for me. <laughs> I love it. You know, you're so true. Um, Processed foods are like a big problem, right? I, I feel like, you know, processed foods, and I'm just trying to think of this in terms of like, when did this all coming come about? Like, when did processed foods become so popular? Like, you know, in an American diet and now even in international diets. Other diets have kind of evolved a little bit too. Um, international foods have become even more unhealthy <laughs> these yeah. days um, as well. But I want to say it was probably like maybe the early 90s when this stuff, maybe even into the 80s, um, that this stuff probably first kind of started to come out. And of course, I think what it does is it appeals to our you know, human nature wanted to have it easy, right? Because exactly. it's like, okay, you could just have a meal that's just like already prepared, but yeah, sure, that's fast, but how good is it for you? Exactly. You know, so the superfoods really, I think, are important. Like you said, it's not anything really you know, super, it's just eating real food, you know, like, yeah, yeah, just the real food, the what we need, what, you know, it's, you're so right, and everybody's just so used to that, and, and I know I grew up like that as well, just maybe, you know, having at home those easy, quick meals, and boxes of things, and this, and that, and it's Mm -hmm. just, wow, now I think about it, and I'm like, there was no real nutrition in there, but you know, that's maybe just what our parents knew that was best, 
you know, maybe they didn't right. know any better. But now, as you know, we're older and we become moms, we 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 learn, we we investigate more. So that's what I found. You know, superfoods just need to be real food. So when you're finding or looking for something, even if it's something um, that is in a package or or it is, I mean, just really, it's really important to read the labels. Make sure that those ingredients. I mean, the less is better. And, yes. and that you can actually understand them and read them, you know, that's that's the key too. I love it. You know, you're so true because, you know, like now as young women and young moms, we have so much more information than like our parents yeah, did exactly. about it. And, you know, those things were becoming popular then, but there was also a void of information. So, you know, mm-hmm. and I feel like, you know, for the most part, they d- did the best that they could. You know, exactly. I think, you know, my earlier years, I was in a more rural area and a more country area. And it was, yes, I actually, was on a farm and was able to get some real veggies and things like that but even sometimes too the way we prepare those natural foods you know like not when I cook my collard greens for example I just very lightly cook them I let them still have a little crunch on it versus the southern way is you know you put some bacon in those collard greens you got to have some grease in that you know so I know that's what they thought like the more grease the better but now it's like no the opposite (laughs) Right. So, you know, it was like, it was some real food. Nothing really came out the box, but it was loaded with all the fat, you know? So that was the problem, but well, what can we do? We're still here, but we're getting in better. We're improving. And then we're going to teach our children this stuff too. But, um, so, you know, speaking of kids, I wanted to ask you, how can you, uh, encourage healthy eating for kids for moms? I feel like that is something that, um, is always something at the forefront for me, like you, Mm -hmm. the minute I became a mom, actually, even before when I was planning a family, I started to become Mm -hmm. very aware, even in pregnancy, I wanted to be healthy and prepare for the healthiest pregnancy I could possibly have. So I started eating a lot of superfoods in that time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've adapted that throughout my kids um, upbringing. So I really personally have not had many challenges with my kids eating just because I introduced those foods Mm -hmm. straight away. But for moms who maybe, you know, are transitioning into that or maybe want to get a little more, even more um, introduce better, healthier foods, what suggestions would you have to get kids to eat healthy? Okay, well, I have five of them. The first one that, you know, I think we've all maybe been guilty, I know I've been guilty of it, is maybe forcing them. You know, you don't want Mm. them to get up the table and, oh, no, you're not going to have that. No, but come on. I remember when my my oldest, she was in my kindergarten and first grade, you know, early in the morning, she maybe didn't feel like having you know, a big meal or a big mm-hmm. breakfast, you know, and, and I was in the mindset of like, oh, no, you know, like you need to eat, you need to eat, because I don't know how much lunch you're going to have at school. I mean, are you really going to finish it? So, you know, that mm-hmm. constant worry, you know, you just kind of tend to like, no, 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 you have to eat. I know one more bite, one bite. No, I learned eventually I learned that, you know, it's, it doesn't create good habits in them. They, they mm-hmm. need to enjoy their food. Um, you know, I tell her now, like I, 
tell them both like okay well tell me when you're satisfied you know um and they they tell me and if you know they didn't finish it okay it's okay you know what it's going to be there later if you want to have some more mm -hmm. that's what i do now you know and and that just that's just a way for them to start paying attention to their cues to their own body as well True. because we don't want them to overeat we don't want them to sure not eat enough i think we're just more worried of them not eating enough but right. they are they're here they're surviving they're okay you know they mm -hmm. just i rather them understand and listen to their body as well so that's one 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 big one so not forcing them the other one is just keep offering offering mm. the, the the certain um you know like let's say i mean they both like broccoli but like let's say it's just broccoli maybe a kiddo doesn't like broccoli right maybe not just serve it raw Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe steaming it, maybe, mm -hmm. uh, you know, sauteing it or, you know, adding some garlic in there or some ginger or whatever, just flavoring it up with other spices and herbs. I mean, it could make a difference. Maybe just adding it in soups. Maybe you'll find that in soups, they like it better or maybe mm -hmm. baked or maybe even grilled. Like we just like doing a lot of variations in our meals. So that has helped a lot. So I really haven't had many struggles with them anymore. Mm -hmm. um, with the oldest, I think with her, it wasn't a struggle, but when we transition our, our lifestyle to a more plant-based, I mean, I have to say, I think it was it really wasn't difficult. She just adjusted very well. And mm -hmm. my, my little one, she was a baby. She was barely going to start introducing foods to her. So that, that baby, I mean, she probably had whatever I had, you know, obviously when she was inside me, but mm -hmm. once she was out and started eating food, I mean, she's just been completely plant-based baby. So it's oh, um, so awesome. good. And so that's one, right. Uh, second one, keep offering, right. And different variations, also teaching them, reading some books about it. Even mm -hmm. my, my daughter, the oldest, Adonai, she has this book, um, that speaks about digestive system. How, how did like the, how does it work? So it's like, they're so curious about it. Just last night they pulled it out again and they wanted me to read it to them. So I, I was reading them, I was teaching them about it, you know? So teaching them is very, very important. Also the fourth one would be have them cook with you you know you probably have your girls cook with you all the time yes um okay so the fourth one would be cooking with have them cook with you mm -hmm. um have them in the kitchen you know even if it's going to take a little longer than you used to maybe yes. you know just just make it a thing of like okay i want you in the kitchen with me like it's almost like planning them planning mm -hmm. planning like i'm having guests to cook with me well yeah but they are the little guests and you know, <laughs> might take a little longer you know i have a cutting board for both both of them and i have these um safe knives for them as well and and oh, that's a good me. idea yeah and so they're there chopping the mushrooms and chopping the veggies and this and that and i mean the oldest now she's getting closer to the stove carefully i i'm there with her and she's you know stirring things and she just she has she loves it they, they really love it so i think that also makes a huge difference you know and lastly and i think probably the most important one is just be an example like if if you are not eating but you're wanting them to eat these greens and you're not eating them well how are you expecting like i shouldn't expect that you know right. so really be an example say oh you know what i'm oh i've never tried this veggie or if you're out shopping right um say oh what can we try now what, what what should we select oh i've never seen this fruit before oh let's try this or you know just yes. have just just variation and just create be creative and and be that example and they'll definitely be um you know just excited to try new things as well 
That's so true. I mean, you're you made so many good points there, you know, being an example. Um, it's so important. They want to do whatever we're doing. And one thing that I feel like some parents do is they will be eating unhealthy food themselves, but then they'll prepare healthy food for their kids. And their kids like, I don't actually, I want whatever you're having, you know, and I found that to be true of myself too. So it's like a whole family commitment type thing. Um, Now, one thing that I will share, that's a tip that I would have for moms who are trying to get their little ones to eat well. And again, it's worked fabulously for me is being aware of what foods you introduce. Um, I am a bit of a, um, what do you call it? Like a, um, oh, the word just flew out of my head, but I just eliminate, you know, whatever is going to bring me stress, whatever I know is like a thing I should not do. Now I'm at the point, my time is so limited, uh, you know, as a new mom, I'm like, just eliminate. And so with them, I just am very choosy about the foods I introduce. Like I never gave them candy. They've never had it. Um, They've never had um, like those little Debbie cakes and all those things, because mm-hmm. once they get that taste of it, once they get around three years old, really your window is zero to three mm-hmm. to get those really good, um, you know, start building those good habits. And I've read Mm -hmm. that point in a couple of different food books. And once they become three, though, that is when they start to remember the stuff that they ate. (laughs) So they go, Oh, I remember yesterday, I had a yummy cookie. And then they're able to say, Oh, I want a cookie, you know, it might be broken up a little bit still, you know, because they're transitioning into talking or what have you, but Mm -hmm. they know and they remember. So remember, mommy's like zero to three, do not introduce them to anything mm-hmm. like that honestly under the age of five many popular foods hot dogs all that stuff I just decided never to even give my babies because I knew eventually they were going to start wanting that based on what I read and so yeah and then the interesting ha- thing that happened was I remember one time I was at a friend's house and um, you know it was just like a kid's party and sometimes it, it gets a little embarrassing because they just won't eat certain things because they've never had it and they don't like it and you're like it's the only thing just you know little is okay you know but uh, you know they were offered my littlest um, I'm, I'm excuse me my oldest was offered like those like processed chicken nugget uh, things and um, she took the bite of it and she was like you know she literally made a face. And I was like, you know, inside, happy to see that because she is rejecting those unhealthy foods because mm-hmm. she never had it. But at the same time, I kind of felt bad. And the the host was like, oh, what's wrong? I, she doesn't like it. Oh, my goodness. Like, she was just kind of like, oh, no, what am I going to give her to eat? But for me, too, since that is also my path, and I know you can relate to this, I learned to also start like taking my own healthy foods with me exactly so when we're in a situation like that then I don't have to you know they're gonna have something to eat because they really wouldn't so the point of what I'm making with that with the superfoods moms is is superfoods as we learned from Christina are greens you know especially those leafy greens are excellent Mm -hmm. broccolis all of those things are really really good even certain um fruits also you know fall into that category but you know, the trick is to introduce it immediately mm-hmm. and then don't introduce them to those um, junky foods. Sugary, processy, full fat stuff. Yeah, it's just, and especially the sugary stuff, it just 
get someone in, you know, it's, it's addictive. It's, it's yeah. almost, it is addictive. And then, you know, let's say you give it to them. Oh, earlier before dinner, well, by dinner time, then they don't have an appetite. It's just, it just messes with their mind and their gut. And it's just a whole mess. So we really, really like, we need to be super proactive with what we're doing with, with the little ones teaching them. Like you said, it's, it's, we have that small window. We need to take advantage and, and create good habits for them. So that's very important. Very true. Um, okay, so now again with the superfoods, mm-hmm. what would you say are your top three for kids to eat? Like they should really, you know, moms, let's get these superfoods, these three in. What would they be? It was hard to choose three. <laughs> I know I mean, it. You know, there's, there's a so lot out good. there. I mean, there's a lot of whole foods and they're all really good. <laughs> <laughs> but um, well, I, I'm gonna tell you my girl's favorite. Like they they love they love these three. Mm-hmm. Uh, tart cherries are a powerhouse of vitamins, minerals, fiber, so good. I mean, it's a family thing. We drink this concentrated tart cherry drink, Ooh. add it in water, two tablespoons. It's it's organic, it's clean, it has no fillers, no, no junk in it, totally clean. We drink that every single night. I want that recipe. <laughs> you gotta share that information yes, with I me. <laughs> we love it. So we all drink it, you know, it's delicious. So we have that for sure every single night. Also, the second one would be seaweed. They love seaweed. Seaweed has multiple nutrients. It has fiber as well. I mean, it is really good. I mean, you know, the, the big, we do big wraps like sushi, veggie wraps and, or the snack ones. I mean, they love that stuff. Mm-hmm. And the third one, avocados. Avocados are super good. I mean, yes. it's, it's a nutritious fruit, right? But it's all often used in like a vegetable. Um, it's so rich in many nutrients. It includes also fiber, some great minerals and vitamins. And if you notice, all I said fiber in all of these because it is I've learned that fiber is so important in our diet so much more important than other things (laughs) at least in this country we're we're all lacking that fiber and so we constantly need to be aware of that you know Uh, a couple other things I was going to say like hemp seeds chia seeds I always have on hand I add them if I'm baking you know if I add add it to their oats and just any 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 I mean I even make uh, milk out of hemp seeds Mm -hmm. parts you know so um yeah it's just those are super good omega-3s and of course all the leafy greens we tried different you know mixed greens and kale and I mean I said more than three already I'm telling you it's so hard to stick to three (laughs) it is hard to stick to three I mean and I totally understand those three that you shared I think are really good I think the cherry you know that could be a very yummy treat you know very refreshing you know especially because you're gonna use water mainly in that I think Mm -hmm. right so that's really good um and then the other one you said was seaweed which is oh my goodness seaweed has so much good stuff in it now that's one i need to get better about adding into our diet so i'll definitely have to get you to share some tips with us you know for getting more seaweed in there it's easy when you're preparing like you know asian foods and things like Uh that but just like on the daily that's one that i definitely want to add and then um what was the last one that you said oh avocados Avocados are so good. Um, I'll tell you how I use avocados. I use it a lot with my babies to just make quick baby food. That's Basically, the first just thing I made, yeah. crack <laughs> it open, mash, 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 put it in there. They will love it. You know, yeah. it's already soft for them. It already has the healthy fats that they need, mm-hmm. um, especially with the baby that's maybe um, even still breastfeeding a little mm-hmm. bit. They just love it. Yeah. So yeah. the avocado, I really, really encourage to for those little babies. Um, so now, though, I want to ask you, um, 
because I feel like this path that we're on, um, you know, this is something that you and I have in common is we like healthy eating. Although, truth be told, I get a, I know you're better at it than me. I cheat a lot. I'm going to be honest with you. But <laughs> uh, I think that we are um, a little... Um, you know, not that many people care that much about it. So I want to ask you, why are you so passionate about this? Why are you an advocate for healthy eating? Well, we are so much aware now. I feel I'm just, just I'm telling just the moment you become a mom, you just become so much more aware. And I'm mm -hmm. just, wow. I think truly prevention is key. We can prevent so many illnesses, chronic disease, if we take action in our own health, mm -hmm. you know, path and our kids, um, we do need to take those preventative measures, not wait for a state of emergency. Why wait? We yeah. can take care of this before. And um, the way, you know, things are out there now, like all the, you know, like we were talking about processed food. I mean, it's just out there commercialized and that's just what to, what to grab, what to get. I mean, that's the easy food, you know, mm -hmm. that's not super food. It's just easy food. Right. And really there's no nutritious value in it. So in the long run, it, what is it going to cause for our little ones? What is, what has it caused for people that we know? you know, if right. they've continued that lifestyle. So I have this quote, I have it in Spanish, I think on my Instagram um, uh, profile there, I, uh, but I, it's, uh, I, I'll translate it, self-care is the new health care. That's what I have on there. And it is true. Oh, I if, love that. Yeah. So if we are proactive with our health, we can prevent, like I said, a lot of difficulties, you know, in our health. Um, so I think learning you know, mm -hmm. learning as much as we can about, you know, just what's around us, what, what, you know, what decisions, why am I taking, why am I making this decision? Why am I going this way? Why, you know, why is it, why is it, why am I choosing this? But rather, yeah, my rest of the family eats this way. I mean, why is this so important for me? You know, and so also asking questions, it's so important, you know, not just settle with, you know, maybe going to the doctor and, okay, well, I'll take this. Yeah. Because you're telling me this is going to help me. It's right. just kind of like band-aid therapy, you know, it's just, it's just going to basically just cover you up for a bit. And then right. what, what, what will be affected after that? You know, that's also something that I've seen in my family that I'm like, that's why, that's why, you know, you just settled, you didn't ask questions. And, and so you know, I know doctors have the best interest. That's what they study. They study medicine. They don't study nutrition. Mm -hmm. um, not many, many don't. I mean, the majority, some may, may have more, you know, they also maybe add nutrition in there. But if they don't, they what I've learned is that they have less than 24 hours of nutrition. You right. know, it's just medicine what they have. So, you know, I mean, they have the best intention. That's what they, they're there for. You know, I get it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and many times it's necessary. But in other cases, I mean, it's really people can get to the root cause of, of why they're feeling that way, why they have this issue happening to them and really tackle it with their lifestyle, you know? Right. I mean, you made so many good points there and I'm, I'm glad that you, you mentioned, you know, um, about the doctors and everything, because, you know, what many people don't realize is that the, the job, of doctors is actually to prevent us from ourselves, the quickest way to do that. And 
the reason that they are usually at the forefront want to describe, you know, prescribe medicines as opposed mm -hmm. to say work out and don't eat these things mm -hmm. is because they know human nature isn't to do that. Mm -hmm. um, they actually study also the science of human behavior. And what they know is that most people, if you say to them, hey, you know, you have high blood pressure, I need you to exercise every day and stop eating these foods, they know that they would not do it. But mm -hmm. if they say, here is a pill, you know, take that, they're actually more likely to save this person's life because it's easier for them mm -hmm. to put the pill in the mouth instead of do the real work, which yeah. is do the exercise and do the workout. So mm -hmm. I'm definitely a person who subscribes to both theories of, you know, going to the doctor. I believe most doctors are good. Mm -hmm. I never will, you know, on this platform tell people, don't seek medical advice exactly. and doctors are wrong and blah, 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 blah. They're only doing their jobs and their exactly. job is to protect us from ourselves. And the medicines will help do that mm -hmm. and are most effective because again, most people aren't gonna see the need to change their lifestyle. So they're just doing their jobs. It's exactly. our job to, to take <laughs> to care of ourselves. Advocates. Yeah. To yeah. be our own advocates To you know, if a doctor does suggest, you know what, um, you know, you need to maybe avoid this and that. Okay. Then, you know, seek that help. If yeah. they suggest, you know, see a nutritionist, see a dietitian, do it because they're being sincere there by saying, Hey, I can't help you with that. Right. You know, then you, okay, see a nutritionist, see a dietitian, then get that help. And as a dietitian, as a nutritionist, okay, well, I'm having, you know, in communication with their doctor and the nutritionist and whatnot, you can really create um, a plan so yeah. you can better um, in, in using the medicines and maybe it'll help to lessen the amount of the medication or whatnot with the communication of your doctor. You know, definitely that could be a tremendous change if people really, like I said, are their own advocate. And that's kind of what I'm trying to help my family members, my parents, mm -hmm. you know, just don't settle, just, just get the help. And it's also in your hands, you know, so yeah, uh, it's very important to yeah. It's in our hands 100% almost, not really the doctor's hands. You know, it's exactly. it's our job to to do the work behind mm -hmm. the scenes of living the best lifestyle, you know, healthy lifestyle that we can. And um, for me, I'll kind of apply the same question that I asked you to myself. The reason that I am, you know, to the best of my ability, like I said, I know there's some re mm -hmm. uh, need for improvement. But I really do subscribe to that healthy eating, healthy lifestyle is because in my family, the rate of diseases is very high. Like mm -hmm. it's almost alarmingly high um, from everything from, you know, this simple high blood pressure to cancer mm -hmm. um, is incredibly high, lost many family members to these diseases. So that's why I'm passionate about it because I'm like, you know, I seen people pass away, you know, and not even old, you know, um, from these diseases. And um, it was just sad and really had an impact on me from a, a early age. And then my own minor health problems too, like I have like some thyroid imbalance and things like that, that I'm able to manage very well with my healthy diet. Um, so, I mean, I still do take a very, it's like microgram, like five micrograms or something of um, 
medication for it, but most of the work that's done comes from foods that I choose not to eat that I know will affect my condition. So it's a lifestyle commitment yeah. that I had to do from a very young age, but I'm kind of glad that I had that little bit of health problem because I don't think me personally, I would have really have ever seen to the need to, to adopt this lifestyle if I didn't have a little something that I had to work on. Right. Um, so for me, I, I kind of look at it in a positive way like that. But, um, you know, so what has your, what is your personal journey? I know you, you know, mentioned things about your family, but has mm -hmm. there ever been something pivotal in your life where you were like, okay, no more of this? Well, um, I want to think that I always try to be healthy. Uh -huh. um, I, I always was even like, I mean, going back high school years, I was more into working out than sports. You know, I, I was more okay. interested. I used to go to aerobics class. I mean, I enjoyed that type of mm -hmm. stuff. I have always liked that. Uh, but of course, I was one of those typical high schoolers that wouldn't eat breakfast. I wouldn't eat breakfast, but I would get to school. Yeah. And then, oh, once I felt the hunger, which is bad to wait till you feel hungry, um, then I would grab, um, I would get myself a bagel with cream cheese and hot Cheetos. I would drink that. I would, yeah, I would eat that. I would mm -hmm. eat that with uh, my classmate and we would <laughs> always go pick that up and we're like, oh, this is so good. And that was our breakfast. Oh, <laughs> our late girl. breakfast. <laughs> when I think back on my high school years, I actually become fearful inside. That's how bad. <laughs> now, I love, always been athletic type into dance, into sports, always love those things. And you, of course, when you're in high school, you can do those and eat crap and be okay. <laughs> I know. <laughs> But, but that's, what I, that's where I was going next. What happened after <laughs> high school? <laughs> yeah, then it's like, mm, this is not a good idea. But mine, my foods that I would eat in high school that were horrible were, they had these honey buns and you could heat them up and I just cringe when I think about it I'm like dude I've, I've done cellular damage at this point like the way that I ate in high school but I would take the honey buns put them in the microwave with the plastic on it and heat it up oh. do you girl that's why I'm saying I'm cringing so hard like I am literally like wow that okay, was but so that's bad the past. That's the past. so it's like not only did I get loads and loads of sugar and I would have two three of those in one day that's my problem is I'm a sugar freak I love sweet. So I've had to really go so cold turkey. I limit myself with sweets so much because it was a big problem. And I would eat those and eat those. So it was tons of sugar plus the chemicals of the plastic that I'm sticking the plastic in the microwave. Are you kidding yeah. me? Like, oh, just cringe. <laughs> So, yeah, Don't worry, so, stop thinking about the past. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I need it. I'm going to need like a detox after this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so oh, so, those days. So after high school, of course, you know, like you said, we, I, I noticed I'm like I was gaining a little more weight and, you know, I wanted to stay healthy. Mm -hmm. And so at that time, uh, I worked with an orthodontist and he and his wife started this new diet, you know, and they oh. told me about it and I learned about it and it seemed easy enough, healthy enough. Well, it was a South Beach diet. I don't know if you've heard oh, of it. Yeah, I remember that. It's yeah. very similar to the keto, you know, very, very similar. Um, so, you know, it was the first time I ever made a big change in my eating habits. You know, I, I would say it did help me, um, you know, um, 
eliminate eating processed foods. I stopped eating fast food completely. Mm-hmm. I started incorporating more veggies than I was used to. So th- those things I really, I really liked. Um, and of course now, I mean, of course, then I, I loved it. Oh, I lost 30 pounds in like four months and it was like, wow, that's amazing. And, and I was like right at my lowest, um, weight. Like I was there, I, I was, I lost what I needed to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, um, I, I, like I said, I kept it off and it was just a quick, it, I just lost the, the weight quick. You know, it was the first time that I've ever done anything like that. And it was restrictive. You know, I, I, I couldn't have fruits, um, you know, so now of course that I know, um, the typical standard American diet, like we talked earlier, it's low in fiber. Yeah. So here I was just taking all this animal protein avoiding all the great fiber <laughs> that yeah. my gut would thrive with, you know, um, 97% of Americans don't get the fiber that we need, you know? And so, um, by feeding our gut microbiome, like all this processed food and all this fat rather than plant food, I was creating this hostile environment within my gut mm-hmm. for those breeding grounds for inflammatory diseases, you know, and that's exactly what happened. Yes. So, I mean, I'm like, okay, you know, I could think, oh, well, great. I lost all that weight. And sometimes I think that's what people think. Oh, they just want to lose a weight and that's it. You know, yeah. they just want, that's all they think about. They don't think about the effect that it's going to have in the long run in your body. Yes. So, you know, ah. Uh, I mean, I'm grateful. I learned things. I learned, I know it was the first time ever. Then, you know, things change. Of course, years later, 2013, I had my first child. Then in 2017, I had my second one. Both both pregnancies, I I gained a a fair amount of weight. I mean, just like normal range, my height and, you know, all that. It was okay. But of course, after, you know, it's a little harder to to lose it. You know, you those sleepless Mm -hmm. nights and, uh, you know, so I really had to push myself to, you know, get up and work out, you know, because, you know, mentally, physically, it just starts to help you just to start your day off right you know yes. just pushing so at least that that's what helped me to push myself to get up and start incorporating more workout but I still I think I was still in that mentality South Beach South Beach you know just eat more protein eat, just avoid all carbs even the good carbs mm-hmm. you know I was just avoiding all of that so that was like oh <laughs> now I understand that it's 80% nutrition and 20% workout you see I was over here thinking yeah. oh, workout 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 but then my nutrition it wasn't where it should have been, you know, so. That, that is, cool. you said so many important things. I think a lot of people, they just want their way. And, you know, diets like the South Beach and I think Atkins was like another one. I, I recall yeah. that name. And I think my yeah, mom uh-huh. did something mm-hmm. like that. And um, and then now this recent one with the keto. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, you will lose the weight, but it's because your body is like losing so much nutrients. You know, yeah. fiber is so important to how we metabolize our nutrients exactly. in the gut. And if we don't have the fiber, it doesn't go out into our cells. It's just like mm-hmm. in and out. And mm-hmm. that's how you lose the weight. So it's just, it's just not a good thing. Yeah, incredible. Um, wow. Well, I was, um Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was a, a big fan of like cooking, you know, I would cook all kinds of animal protein, like I would just everything I was just, you know, and, and I think now now with all these different 
diets that are out there that's what people are so obsessed with you know with the protein the protein protein is not a food group protein fats and carbs are in the food yeah. is an essential macronutrient found in the food even in spinach and broccoli and kale and just about anything plant related you know the problem is that like dairy um, and meat have the have been shown to cause those diseases like heart problems cancer diabetes and 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 it's caused by those excessive amounts and that's what these diets are Oh, telling people eat it eat this you know it's just ah, I'm just like now that I know and it's like oh no like I'm like like you I'm like myself, <laughs> like how was I how dare I was in, on the south beach you know and now I'm like I learned I learned I moved on from that you know so I need to take it easy on myself now I'm learning and I continue to learn you know so that's it it's a continual learning process you're absolutely right and what I think people don't realize about these superfoods that we're talking about spinach broccoli you know seaweed mm -hmm. a lot of those things actually have more protein than meat i know broccoli has like more calcium than milk I you know, know? <laughs> so it's it's incredible it just you know mm -hmm. for me it just it, you know and impresses upon me you know it, the way that we were created you know it's mm -hmm. it's all a process and the food from the earth really is what kind of makes our yeah, bodies thrive more so than anything else and um everybody kind of has to find the path that's right for them but i certainly think that the being incorporating as many food fruits and veggies as possible um that's me i I'm more of a person now that more I've learned. Strong. <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. learned the keys to yeah. be healthy. And like you, you know, you're a nutritionalist now, so you understand that. Mm -hmm. You know, you you've had that education, so it's not necessarily about which diet to follow. It's okay. I just need to eat these foods. That's it. That's mm -hmm. really all it is. Yeah. Just eat these foods, mm -hmm. moderately exercise, and that's it. Yeah, I tell my girls, um, I tell them all the time, I say to them, you know, because I, I want them to understand when they eat what it does to their body. So I tell yes. them this way, I tell them, you know what, we have to uh, feed the good bugs in us, I tell them. So they're like, oh, bugs. And I'm, yeah. I'm like, we have these bugs inside of us, but they're they're good if we feed them well. Mm -hmm. You know, if we eat poorly, we're going to have these bad bugs. And if we eat a variety of whole foods, if we eat this, if we eat that, they're going to be happy and they're going to be dancing. So that's what we want them to do, you know? So that's, they're just, and so they've been repeating it. They've been repeating it. And I'm like, good. They just need to understand that's, they see, I want them to understand what they're doing to their own body and, and it's never too early to start you know really so I, I just I incorporate that a lot <laughs> oh my word I love that little analogy for kids and I am going to use that myself thank you so much for that tip like I'm gonna say that tomorrow when my little ones wake okay. up we're feeding those good buckets today yes, yeah. I love that that is so because things like that stick out in their minds you know yeah. and my oldest now I'll share something here and then we'll probably be wrapping up this episode but my oldest she's a very good eater by nature she actually doesn't even like chicken we're we, we're not completely vegetarian we do mineral meats and um mm -hmm. things like that we don't do dairy though that is one that we completely eliminated oh, threw it out the window yeah no <laughs> at all ever um and so she's very good and she's always asking mom is this a healthy food is that a healthy food da, 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 da. so she's very good number two though number two <laughs> she 
you know, it's been a little bit of a tricky road with her um, just because, you know, lots of things happen. And I think that she kind of got little bits of things that she should just never have had. And, you know, her little mind remembered it. And sometimes she wants mm -hmm. it, but she just has much more of an appetite. Like she constantly wants to eat, which is good if they have a healthy appetite. So every mm -hmm. time I'm like, here's a Granny Smith apple. Here's mm -hmm. this, here's that. And she'll ask for it. Can I have an apple? Can you have Aww. mama? Um, a pear, uh, a pear. You know, she's still learning with her talking because she's just a toddler. But you know, that is really what I'm. I'm really trying to encourage. So you know, but it's interesting how one child can be different. But my little one, you know, if there's meat on the plate with her, she's eating the meat first. She's like, oh, chicken. Oh, yeah, they're so I'm different. Like, okay, we yeah. gotta balance this a little bit, sweetie, because her eye goes first to the chicken. Vegetables are secondary. I'm like, oh no. But Just keep trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, with her, I had to do like a um you know, a little bit of a transition. It really took me um, several months, almost a year to get her really, she always loved her fruits and everything, but just certain veggies uh, she didn't like. Um, yeah. Brussels sprouts, she didn't like, she didn't like. I love for them. Every day we have either kale or collard greens every single day. And um, I, those ones, for some reason, were difficult for her. Um, but now, after not giving up, you know, getting her to get those little bits in, now she sits down, she knows, okay, I'm not getting up from this table until I get these in, so I may as well. So she's finally yeah. gotten on board with it. But she was a tricky one. Oh, my word. But um, anyway, well, hey, I really appreciate you um, sitting down with me today and talking about this. This is such a good conversation, you know, about nutrition. I, I could talk about this stuff all day. And I think it's great for us moms to have these conversations and all women, you know, if you're listening and you're not a mom, maybe you will be in the future or maybe you that's not your plan but guess what you might be an auntie uh you know you may have a sister or something brother who has kids or even just you know people that you know you want to be a positive influence as well too so just good this is good information for all women for our own bodies for our own health you know regardless so um i hope everybody found today's episode to be encouraging so i know just from you know knowing you a little bit christina that you are a diet and nutrition coach and um but i wanted to ask you how did you learn about healthy eating and why well let me let me ask let me answer why of course again once i became a mom things changed and right. i was just so much more aware of things and you know you just feel this huge responsibility and even in that aspect i'm like wow I remember when my oldest, they, you know, at that time it was like, okay, start feeding them foods at six months, you know, mm -hmm. okay, start with, okay, pureeing meats in there and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I just always felt very uneasy about it. I just, mm -hmm. I mean, I was eating meat my whole life, as I was telling you, like, it was mm -hmm. just, you know, so I'm like, why am I worried to give her this? Like, I know I'll cook it right, but I was just, I was worried, you know, right. I started to wonder about the quality. I started to wonder where is it coming from? Is it really good? I mean, can we wait on that? And I mean, just so many things, mm -hmm. something that sparked my interest even more was one day when we were having dinner with some friends, older friends, um, they told us about them seeing a documentary and they said, well, we know if we end up getting sick, having a chronic disease or cancer or whatever we know what we're going to do we're going to then change our eating habits 
And mm. I was like, uh-uh. I told my husband, we need to see that. We need to see it like yeah. tonight. So we did. And it was a documentary. I don't know if you've heard of it, Fork Over Knives. Yes. 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 Seeing that documentary for sure. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yes. So we saw that one. Many others we've seen as well after that, but we saw that one. That was the first one that was like eye opening. And we both agreed right then and there, we're yeah. going to make changes. We're going to create good habits for us, for our girls. We were low on groceries. Good thing. And so we didn't buy any more animal protein. We didn't, we, we eliminated dairy completely. I mean, we just, mm-hmm. We, we did not hesitate. We, we just did not, you know, because we just saw so we could just think of our relatives and, and just in the stories that we were seeing there, we're like, wow, if they just changed their lifestyle, their eating habits, it would just be a tremendous change for them, you know? So we're like, we were pretty healthy. We don't have any issues at the moment, you know, mm-hmm. we're like, why are we going to wait? I absolutely don't want to wait. Now I have these two little girls. I am yeah. not going to wait. You know, I need to, like I said, I need to be proactive. So that's what we chose to do. So some benefits that I want to tell you that we had by switching our lifestyle to plant-based lifestyle was my husband. He was always like dairy, this cheese. We, we would always laugh and say, oh, we're so cheesy. We <laughs> our cheese on everything, everything creamy, everything cheesy. We were just like, oh, we're so cheesy. Bring the cheese. <laughs> so I mean but you know that's what was causing him so much harm like he was just yeah. always bloated and gassy and just it was not good so you know um in in reality now that I know it's like 65 of the global population is lactose intolerant you yeah know? It's, it's just and oh but we're just yeah you know anyway so we eliminated that you know it's also the number one source of saturated fat it promotes that inflammation that he was having, you know, yep. so, so it was a tremendous change. Once we eliminated it, he was so much better. I mean, even like just releasing weight was just, it, so it just easy. came off. Yeah. It was just amazing. Then my Addie, well, since she was a baby, um, she had skin issues and turns mm. out to be that it was eczema. You know, I remember her having this little patch right here. And then as maybe she was like one or two, Um, she would have that dry skin right here and red and then behind her legs. And so they Mm -hmm. said, you know, it's eczema. And of course, you know, they said, okay, well here, keep applying this cream hydrocortisone, keep applying it, keep applying it. Um, You know, it took off the redness and whatnot. I had to keep applying that. And then eventually I was like, oh, I don't want to keep applying that. Like I was worried, you know, to keep applying that lotion or cream on her. And, and so I was like, I'm going to make my own. So I started making my own and just really Mm -hmm. moisturizing with essential oils and all that. So, you know, that helped tone down the redness, but it wasn't taking it away completely, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, well, when we, you know, threw dairy out the window, (laughs) we we saw a tremendous change no more itchiness no more red her skin got better it was just amazing and you know it's eczema yes they say it's something chronic it can flare up at any moment different factors contribute for the flare-up but now I understand that eczema is also it's got a gut issue related factor you know so it manifests in the skin so we also need to keep on protecting her little gut so that's what we're also doing uh, protecting her gut helping her remove any toxins and and just keep on detoxifying her little gut as well so um, we we have seen those tremendous benefits and we are just like okay we saw that we were like we're in the right path we are not going back we don't miss it. I love cooking, so I can transform any dish 
that I used to love into something else with plant food. Like I have no problem with that. You know? Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> I love that. I mean, you know, the fact that, you know, you you saw those needs and I think, you know, those of us who transitioned into this journey, you know, we've all kind of had those aha moments, you know, um, me and my husband had some very similar conversations. Um, you know, right when I got married as a very young person, I had to make some of those changes immediately for health, but he was kind of lagging behind. <laughs> and so, but then, you know, a couple years later, he saw, you know, how much my health improved. And so then he jumped on the bandwagon and thankfully he's been pretty good. I was like, pretty good <laughs> the rest of the time. But um, yeah, once you start to feeling better, it's just incredible. It's amazing. And um, I saw a couple of things that you made and see, that's where I want to actually improve because sometimes I do struggle with trying to make like example, like the vegan mac and cheese. I'm like, oh, I don't know, you know, oh, so that's I, I, I need to get more, you know, separate, like changing those meals around like that, you know? Yes, yes. I think I have that one there on, on my Instagram and I, I share, you know, the name on my Instagram is Planta Tu Comida, so plant your food. <laughs> so so I, I always share, I always do English and Spanish, Spanish, English. So there's always both languages there describing and whatever I share, I, I share both. Um, I just, I wanted to just teach anybody. And I'm like, I know two languages. I'm just going to do both. Like I want anybody yeah. to benefit if at least I, I help somebody incorporate more plants into their diet, even if they don't eliminate, you know, animal stuff completely. Hey, at least right. start adding. And that's what I tell so many people, um, you know, just start adding it. You know, I also took a course on plant-based cooking. I, I finished my certification on diet and nutrition management. Oh, and wow. I'm also, I'm constantly taking courses, you know, whenever I can, I, I find interesting courses and I take them. Um, like I took one on, on gut health. And also um, I'm doing one, I'm doing one right now on weight loss, even, mm -hmm. even weight loss on, you know, people think, oh, okay, well eating vegan, you know, it's like, no, there's unhealthy vegan eating out there as well. And that's not going to help you. So you I've know, seen just, that. yeah, exactly. So I'm like constantly trying to just, you know, what, uh, take in information from good sources and also just also on diabetes, you know, my mom has diabetes, but I've also been help, um, helping her transition her eating habits. Also, you know, I've not just my mom, but been trying to help other people just transform their health and their habits and resetting their nutrition with this wonderful organic uh, program. Mm -hmm. And it's been helping so many people tremendously, you know, focusing on their food, on, on their quality of their food and their gut and just creating good habits that can last for a long time, for a long time, you know, not just like back when I was on the South beach, of course, like I said, I lost all that weight really fast. Mm -hmm. And then I wasn't aware of what I was causing my body. So right. something like, I don't, I, you know, just, it just, it's just, I, I tell them step by step, every step counts. I always kind of hashtag my, my nutrition tips on there or something, just every step counts. Like I don't want to be judgmental or anything. So towards anybody, you know, and everybody makes their decision on what they're going to eat but just hey right. it doesn't harm you start adding some more veggies eat more fruits yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's yeah, like even know. like you you made a good point if you can't eliminate everything just get a little more veggies in there you yeah, know exactly. like I remember one time I was talking with someone and I had shared with them that you know my kid it's like a thing she does every morning she wakes up and she asks for that apple you know from <laughs> the time she gives she's still you know she's learning her words and um 
And they said, oh, Apple, man, I haven't had an Apple in probably like over a decade. Mm-hmm. And like, I just sat and thought like, how many people are actually doing that? Like, and then when I thought about myself, like in the high school days, you know, like, yeah, I, there was probably times, I mean, I, I would eat certain like fruits, you know, but certain things were just never in my diet. Like I wasn't eating like, you know, uh, raw kale then, or like, you know, seaweed or any of these other foods then. So, you know, and uh, to be healthy, we need like a wide variety of natural healthy foods and um and I just thought like wow you know people there are people who are living their lives and just never eating veggies at all or fruit ever and so then that turns into a big problem later on Mm -hmm. but um I would just say I would just say to them you know just uh our taste buds change, you know it's true we probably wouldn't eat Mm -hmm. certain things when we were younger um and now look at us we're you know transforming bettering our habits as well it's not just we constantly can better you know so um just realizing that food is fuel that food can be your medicine that what you eat does matter yes. i mean it just it can transform their mind it's just people um you know just like i said just have a, str- a plant strong diet that that will help their body tremendously so uh mm-hmm. think of what you're doing to your body to your food and also just obviously we're talking about our children right uh what we do how is it going to impact impact them you know mm-hmm. our body can repair itself and and we can just prevent our little ones from having so many issues as they're growing up right so if we can do a little mm-hmm. something to prevent that would just be I think just a preventative measure so we should just go for it of course of course I love it I love it um yes I think that's such good information that you shared there and now what I want to do is um since you did mention that you do do a lot of um you know, healthy food coaching and things like that. I really wanted to share your Instagram with everyone because you really make some very good looking, um, natural, everything here is vegan, right? Plant-based. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Everything is plant-based here on this Instagram. And for me, these are encouraging to see because for me, I think my approach to healthy eating has been just, you know, eat healthy. So I just eat, we eat super simple in my house. We have our days where I will cook more elaborate meals, but it's just like, you know, the veggies, you know, um, a couple different types and minimal meat and that's it, you know, Mm -hmm. but if I knew how to really prepare some of these other things, like this looks like an Asian dish right here. It looks almost like um, what I would call beef and broccoli. But I it's, know. Yeah, it's plant-based. So yeah. I'm like, ooh, if I was really better at doing that, and I know a lot of people probably feel that way. And then like this one, I actually There's remember a, that's this. That's the mac post. and cheese. Yeah. That's, uh-huh, yeah. The <laughs> mac and cheese that you did, because look, you know, let's face it, we all love our comfort foods, you know. Yeah, I'm a Southern course. girl at heart. Give me my ribs with collard greens, <laughs> cornbread, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. And so if I can recreate and get some of that tastiness, but a healthy food, I think that that is good too, because this is like substituting stuff that you're used to. Maybe some people, they don't have the taste for certain foods, like maybe the seaweeds and things that I would eat. You know, some things I don't actually care how it tastes. I'm like, look, this is good for me. I'm going to eat it. I don't care how it tastes. But this is really beautiful what you have uh, put together here on your Instagram. You're able to, you know, see the kids enjoying the meals as well. And I remember this one that you did too. This was a a plant-based pancakes that you did. And And I had my favorite, uh, favorite superfood green 
greens in there and i mean greens in the pancakes so yeah <laughs> and we're getting so many good things in that way you know so i think and this was a cookies now can you tell me the name of these cookies i've seen these cookies before which, which uh the, the oh those are those are a uh, uh, mexican pastry they're called conchas that's those are the conchas the big fluffy softy Ooh, yeah so that was in i think in uh, my my husband took vacation december and and we're like you know what we're gonna make what, something that takes a little longer, we made the conchas and we also made, you see there, the tamales. We made tamales. We made our first vegan tamales Ooh, right there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what we made. So we didn't use the lard. We didn't use, you know, <laughs> the, the typical things yeah. they, they do, but um, we transformed our tamales. So we still enjoy our tamales. We still enjoyed our conchas. Sure, it's not like we have it every month, but we're like, you know, at least we made it. And now we're like, okay, no. And I used um, beet powder uh, for the Ooh. color and then turmeric for the yellow. So we didn't use no artificial coloring there. Uh, it's wow. just food. So um, yeah, it was fun. You were still able to use like the cornmeal portion or did you substitute something for that as well? For the tamales? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, you no, I used uh, corn. Mm -hmm. yeah, oh, okay, corn. Mm -hmm. okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, that is. I mean, you really have a very nice Instagram. I would Thank definitely you. encourage. Oh, you're welcome. I would encourage people to to follow your Instagram because you will get inspired to cook yummy you know, vegetarian meals, because that's what a lot of people say, like, oh, I'm not gonna cook that. It doesn't taste good, blah, blah, blah. I remember one time I had some people over and I can't remember what I made. Oh, I used, I made pasta, but I made the super green pasta. I used that with the, the ones that's very green with the green um, spinach and stuff inside. And they were like, oh, you know, veggie <laughs> pot. They, they were like throwing shade, you know, they were not trying to have it. <laughs> and I was like, okay, taste it. They tasted it they were like oh this is really good you know so I was like see that's all you had to do it still tastes good you know yeah. so they will see when people come to your Instagram they're going to see more things like this and they're going to get inspired um you know even with some of the desserts like I'll share one quick one that I recently have been liking a lot which it does have a lot of sugar but at least you don't get the animal fats and all that stuff mm -hmm. and that is um uh chocolate hummus oh yeah did you Girl. make it with uh, chickpeas? You know what? I tried to make it myself. I ain't going to lie. It did not come out good. Okay. <laughs> it, did not, <laughs> it did not come out good, but I buy it from the store, you know, and what I like about it is it's like the similar thing that you would use like a chocolate dip, but of course the chocolate yeah. dip has dairy and a lot of other fats mm -hmm. versus this is just like the chickpeas and sugar. So, I mean, if, if sugar isn't an issue for you, you can just say, mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to have my portion of sugar today with this and yeah. be done with it. But, um, that that was and it's good guys it's really good um but yeah so anyway just please take a, a, a visit to christina's instagram and um that's instagram planta to comida Oh, and thank you. Yeah, it's, it's a very, very nice. She shares a lot of recipes and really encourages you to cook some of your traditional foods with the vegetable um, ingredients only. So you will really enjoy that. Um, okay, ladies. So we learned a couple of things today. We talked so much about so many things, but I want to really just drive home the thing that we really wanted to um, encourage you to explore more today. And that is the power of superfoods. Christina, you know, she's a nutritional coach and she shared some benefits of having super um, foods in our diet, how it can help us and how um, she 
and I shared some things with you too, how, you know, changing our diet and including the superfoods, including the greens and all of these things has really um, benefited us. Thank you.